from the studios of Teaming Up in the Swamps of Jersey in Charleston, South Carolina, the host of Morrow Mornings with Luke Morrow and Jeremy Schilling, the host of Teaming Up with Jeremy Schilling, present, Teaming Up presents the Sunday Sprint for this Sunday, Week 14 National Football League, 13, sorry, I jumped ahead a week, Luke. I already gave you the win versus the Patriots. How do you feel about that? Oh, well, I, now I feel even worse about the game. Um, <laughs> as we preview uh, this day. All right. Do you want to talk Jets, Titans? Is there anything about this game that intrigues you? Um, not really. Okay. So let's not talk about it. Who's your four? Who would you put in the, in the college football playoff four here, which we'll find out top of the hour as, 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 as we record this at 11.32. Uh, I think it's obvious. I think, uh, well, obviously Alabama 1, Clemson 2, Notre Dame 3, those three should stay the same. And then Oklahoma to me is the clear 4. I'm sick of this whole, uh, which would be the best 4 teams. We play the games for a reason. It's about whoever deserves to be there, not who we think should be there. Georgia played the game. They had their opportunities. They wanted to be there. They could have won yesterday. Oklahoma clearly should be the number 4 team. They deserve to be there. And you don't think Ohio State has done anything to leapfrog them? No. Uh, you compare the losses. Uh, Ohio State lost by almost 30 to a 6-6 six and six Purdue team. who's never had a national champion lose by more than two touchdowns in a game in their season. Um, so that would be unprecedented. And uh, on the other hand, Oklahoma, they lost by three in a last-minute field goal to Texas on the road. And then they just beat that team by two touchdowns on the road yesterday. So uh, it's obvious to me that when you compare the losses, even the wins are comparable. Oklahoma's beat more top 25 teams. Oklahoma, to me, uh, is, is more deserving than Ohio State. This is a technicality, but it has a big issue uh, when it comes to matchups in the semifinals. Do you think Notre Dame will be hurt by having no conference and be dropped to four? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I could see it. Yeah. You know, if you're talking uh, the four, which, you know, it depends which debate you're having. If you think it should be the four best teams, then Notre Dame shouldn't even be there, but they deserve to be there. So I could see them being put forth as a bit of a compromise between the two. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I can see that. I think we put a lot of stock. It's funny. I think we put a lot of stock into a conference champion, but then at the same time now we're talking about putting Georgia in over two conference champions. So it depends which way the committee goes. If you put Georgia in, then they'll probably pass Notre Dame because, for one, uh, that means the whole conference title thing is meaningless. And for two, uh, they don't want a rematch of Alabama and Oklahoma in, or, uh, excuse me, Alabama and Georgia in the first round like we just saw. So, but if Oklahoma's going in, I think you leave Notre Dame three and you put Oklahoma at four. So I could see it happening. I don't think it will, but I wouldn't be surprised if they dropped four. Big difference playing Clemson versus Alabama in the semis. <laughs> that's a big, I mean, and that's no disrespect to Clemson, but that's a big difference. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Nobody wants to be that number four seed. You want to at least try to get one win and then see what happens in the championship. But, you know, Oklahoma, it's funny, all these teams are fighting to get in the playoffs, and then, yeah, your reward is just to face Alabama. They did look a little bit more, uh, you know, uh, mortal yesterday, a little bit more beatable for somebody like Oklahoma, but um, still, obviously, a tough challenge. Um, You are a Vikings fan. Um, I'm a Jet fan. Um, You are a Orlando Magic fan somehow. Um, I'm a Nick fan. We've seen some bad sports moves. We've seen some bad sports decisions, some bad sports outcomes, some bad sports things. Where does fake punt 4th and 11 on, on the 50 rank in terms of stupidest sports moves you've ever seen? Uh, 
Man, it is up there. I'd put it probably right behind the Colts fake punt debacle from like a decade ago with that two-man formation. Um, what was? What were they thinking? Just a, well, which team? That was just a terrible decision yesterday. I, I don't know what you're thinking. The play they wanted to run was a, an option with their backup quarterback and their punter and Alabama even audible into their defense. Once you see that, call it off. Exactly. Whatever it is. Exactly. As soon as you see Alabama stick with their defense because they suspected something could be up and the only person who was not part of their base defense was the returner, you've got to audible out of that. Yes, especially on a fourth and 11. So good luck. Alabama's their defense and you want to run an option <laughs> with your punter on fourth and 11 when Alabama knows an offensive play is coming. Yes. Even when, you, when you had your quarterback out there, they couldn't even convert with 11 yards to go. Now try to run it with your punter. Just a ridiculous decision. That was that was just horrendous. I, I could not, my buddy and I could not believe our eyes. Like, what are you doing? Um, okay. It's a half hour, but it should have cost them their seat. Yeah. All right, here we go. Um, it shows you that I don't know who the jet starter is. Nobody knows who the jet starter is. The Titans are fighting for this. Marietta, if he's healthy, is good. But guess what? They're even successful without it. I have no confidence in the Jets. We move on. You have a very fascinating game tonight, Luke, which is you've gotten the help that you needed because you won last week. And as a result, when you look at the NFC, excuse me, when you look at the NFC standings, Eight and three, six and four. You're setting up that game week 17, right? Uh, Bears Vikings week 17. Uh-huh. You're setting up for that game. You're in prime position for it. Mitchell Trubisky still not himself. Six four and one for you guys. I apologize. Um, so now you face the Patriots, which is a a a out of conference matchup. Not something that could impact tiebreakers. But obviously, it could impact your overall record. How do you look at a game like tonight? Sexy game on television, way different impact when it comes to potential tiebreakers uh, versus the Bears. Yeah, well, I'm certainly concerned as a Viking fan. You always have to be concerned anytime you go into uh, New England and take on the Patriots, especially in December, um, where they've been excellent. But in terms of the playoff picture, like I said last week, you just have to be one game better than the Bears until Week 17, and then you control your own. You beat the Bears, you win the division in Week 17. Um, the Bears have their backup quarterback today, but they're going up against the Giants, at least on the road. And I know a lot of people, uh, you know, the Giants are an underdog at home, so in terms of the line spread, the Giants are a bit of a sexy pick this weekend against the Bears. I think the Bears take care of business, but it's tough because you have the Bears going up against the terrible Giants and the Vikings on the road in New England, where the Minnesota needs to keep pace with the Bears. I assume the Bears are going to win, so the Vikings have to find a way to win this game. Otherwise, now you'll have to be two games better than the Bears over the next, uh, what, three weeks. So, I mean, this today can almost decide the division. We'll see what happens the next couple of weeks, but this could go a long way. So the Vikings have to find a way to win in New England, where Tom Brady, or Bill Belichick, rather, is, I think, 29-3 and at home in December, and, uh, you know, it's just it's a tough place to play. Kirk Cousins has only won a quarter of his road games in his career, so I, I don't like this matchup. I don't like the matchup today for the Vikings in terms of uh, NFC North hopes, but we'll see. Giants have played better. Just, I'm telling you, this is not a, a shoe in Bears win. The Giants have played better in recent weeks. Yeah, but I'm concerned about them because they beat, who they beat, like the Niners and the Bucks, was it? You know, yes, it, it was definitely weak wins, and they did not continue. The, 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 the play calling in the second half last week when Saquon has yeah. this huge first half and you run him only, what, like 10 times, 8 times, 6 times in the second half was, was suspect. I get all that. 
but this is a better giant team than earlier in the season. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just putting it out there. Um, they are better, but I don't know if they're good enough to win today. We got some great primetime games. We have the Chargers, the 8-3 and three Chargers versus 7-3-1 and one Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh seems to always find a way there. Do you believe in this Charger team at 8-3? and three? Because the more they win the more this is becoming okay. Now do we need to keep them as legitimate? And Philip Rivers is having this unbelievable year, but you and I for years have always said we, we do not believe Charger teams to be legitimate. And lo and behold, they've won all these games and they've won them in pretty defining fashion. They lose in week one to the Chiefs, but they win by 11 versus Buffalo. They then lose to Los Angeles, win by two over San Francisco, taking care of business, tough game sometime, and that may have been before Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt. Um, a, a, a 16 point win versus Oakland, a huge win over Cleveland, one point win over Tennessee, they beat the Seahawks. They beat the Raiders again. They lose to Denver, which is a tough team, obviously, to play. And then they beat Arizona, who's atrocious. Now they enter a very interesting part of their schedule. The Steelers, the Bengals, the Chiefs without Kareem Hunt, Ravens, Broncos. And that's how they end up their season. This is a really interesting game to see how legitimate the, uh, Los Angeles is. I call them San Diego. Sure, I can still call him San Diego. Okay, but anyway, go ahead. Uh, what's your thoughts on this game? <laughs> well, yeah, well, this is a this is a great game on Sunday Night Football. You know, in terms of the Chargers, I've jumped on the bandwagon this year. I do like the Chargers. I think they have one of the most complete teams, one of the most complete rosters in the league. I think more so than the Rams. I think the Chargers are the more complete team mm. in LA because they have a top ten defense, top ten offense. Real Rivers is playing incredible. He still isn't getting the credit this year that he probably deserves. Yep. Seven year old quarterback having a, really a career year. He's on pace, I believe, for a career high in touchdowns as a thirty seven year old. I know he's, he's got twenty six right now. Yeah, it's different when he first came in, but still, regardless, you know, Rivers playing great. They have, uh, we'll see about Melvin Gordon, but good running backs, one of the better tight ends, uh, really good receivers, yada, yada, yada. I think they have it all. Um, but the concern for me with the Chargers, and I spent some time on the show Friday talking about this, is that in terms of Super Bowl aspirations uh, for this weekend or for the next couple of weeks, I think the Chargers have the most pressure on them because right now they're five seed, which means come playoff time, you have to go to Pittsburgh, and then if you win, you have to go to either New England or Kansas City, and if you win that game, then you're only in the AFC Championship, you still have to win another game against a good team, just probably on the road, just to get to the Super Bowl. So, I like this Chargers team, but I'm concerned about the road they potentially have to face if the season were to end now, because Rivers in his career, under 500 in the playoff, uh, under 500 on the road, uh, and to go into Pittsburgh, where, the, where Rivers has been knocked out before in the playoffs, and have to go to potentially New England, where he's been knocked out before, that's a tough path. Now, they're a game behind the Chiefs, Game and a half because of the tiebreaker. They play the Chiefs one more time. So, you know, you try to win that division, get out of the five seed. But this is a big game tonight because um, uh, the Steelers are a good team. You're on the road, and we'll see how they match up with the Steelers because this may be a, a playoff matchup where I'm not sure if the Chargers can get over that hump against a team like Pittsburgh on the road. All right. Uh, Washington, Philly tonight. Uh, sorry, tomorrow night, uh, Monday night football. I want to point you uh, to a game in Week 17, um, Luke. Philly at Washington. And next week on 425 on the Fox Television Network is at Dallas. And you've got two games here that could decide everything. Dallas is playing much better. They're 7-5. Washington, without their starting quarterback, 6-5. Philly, 5-6. Hello, Philadelphia. This is your opening. 
this is your opening. Um, Philly, Dallas next week. I, I, I may have said Washington, Dallas. Philly, um, Dallas. This is Philadelphia's opening. Then they can go in and face Dallas, um, who is playing better but still not a shoe in. I really think that this is a crucial game for Philly and could really decide and, and, and crystallize the NFC playoff picture when it comes to this Eastern division. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, the Eagles kind of, this is their chance to control their own destiny. Uh, they lost to the Cowboys before, so if they win tonight, they win next week, then they're tied. The tiebreak, they first tiebreaker's tied, and you go from there. But uh, you're at home, Monday night football against the backup quarterback in the Redskins and Colt McCoy. This is a game that, that you have to win. You're the defending Super Bowl champs, find a way to get back there. And it's hard to believe because uh, I have not been impressed with the Eagles at all. I've not been impressed with this division at all in the NCAA. And uh, sadly, one of these teams has to go into the playoffs, but. Yeah, for the Eagles, you know, this is your, this is gut check time. You won the Super Bowl last year. If you want to try to get back to the playoffs, you uh, you got to win these next two weeks. They should win tomorrow night. But the Redskins, you know, you got a good defense. Uh, I thought McCoy would play better than he did last week. Now he's had 10 days to get ready for this one. So we'll see what Washington brings to the table. But a game that the Eagles should win. And in the end, whoever comes out of the division is just like, eh. You know, every year we have like a 9-7 playoff team. That's what this team's going to be. I, I, I don't really, I'm not concerned about them too much. Um... Cleveland is four six and one. I bring this up because Baltimore is six five and one. They're doing this with and without Joe Flacco. We'll get to that on another day. Um, <laughs> the Chargers right now in the five seed, eight and three is a huge difference between the first seed and the, and the next seed. Then you have Indianapolis, who is surging and is probably going to wind up being a playoff team. I think, frankly, that they're better than Baltimore. But Cleveland. Um, Oh, okay, that, 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 that was noise on your end. I, I thought I was making noise somehow. Faces Houston today. This is a sneaky, this is my upset pick, Luke. This Cleveland team, Baker Mayfield playing really solid football. I think Cleveland wins this game. I think Cleveland makes a run in a playoff spot. I just really like this Cleveland team. Yeah, I like them too, but I also like this Texans team now. Not enough to make uh, some noise in the playoffs, but I think enough to get there and win their, win their division. I like this matchup because it's two teams that are trying to get there. Two good young quarterbacks. We'll see which one is better today. I like Watson right now at their stages in, the, in their careers. But, yeah, an intriguing game. The, the Browns are only uh, one, one long. Hold on, Luke. Hold on. Hold on, Luke. Luke, did, did, did you just move your location? No? We're having major uh, phone interference. Mr. Morrow, can you move to a different location? I think someone's trying to hack our, uh, our phone conversation. Someone's trying to hack the Sunday Sprint. They want to know, want to know what's going on today in the football world. Clearly. Um, all right, uh, hold on. Go back to where you just were. All right, stop. I have no idea what is causing this. We've never had this happen. It seems to have died. Hopefully, that's the end of it. Um, anyway, you were talking about Houston. Uh, yeah, I just like the Texans. Uh, I think they have a better quarterback right now. But I'll say, I'll say that with the full drama with Hugh Jackson, Hugh Jackson left the Browns. Uh, Baker Mayfield's quarterback rating over the last three weeks would be best in the NFL. That was over the course of a whole season. So, goodbye, Hugh. Uh, this is a tricky matchup. I'll take the Texans, though, at home. Okay. Um... We are now having to go to the end of our radio program, Luke. Aww. Uh, your game of the day or week? I'm going to go Sunday Night Football, Steelers, uh, Steelers, Chargers. 
I am with you. I, I've already told you what my upset special is. What's yours? Uh, oh, shoot. I had one. Uh, I always uh, forget. Let me do that. Uh, I'm going to say, man, it's tough because I like all the favorites this week. I'm going to be bold. I'm going to be wrong. But I'm going to take the Jets against the Titans. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Your uh, sleeper game. Sleeper game, I will say, uh, I guess, um, what was the other one I offered up? Oh, no, that was a lot of people. Yeah, I'll say uh, Ravens-Falcons, I guess, is my sleeper game. Rams-Lions. I think the Lions give the Rams a run here. Yeah, I like that. Um, your game to watch the final round of the Hero World Challenge golf tournament during? I'm going to yes. say, uh, uh, geez. Uh, you know, I'll say Broncos, Bengals, because the Bengals are a mess. The Broncos are boring. I just don't care. <laughs> I just don't care is the rationale for the game to watch golf during. I like that, Luke. Yeah. Um, six and five, Indy versus three and eight, Jacksonville. I, I don't know what Jacksonville's doing. They, they're firing people. They're naming new quarterbacks. I don't understand Jacksonville. Do you understand Jacksonville? Yes, they should start over. Um, uh, your survivor game. Survivor game, I'm going to say just uh, straight up in terms of a victory. I don't care what's going on off the field. I don't care they're on the road. Chiefs win in Oakland. Is the loss of Kareem Hunt the end of the of the Chiefs' possible run at the Super Bowl? Uh, it's not going to help, but I think they, you know, Spencer Ware can step in. I, I think they, they'll still be okay. Um, I think that it will help hurt them come playoff time. I don't think it'll hurt them in, in the regular season. Um, that's all the picks. So now you're player to watch. Um, I'm going to say, you know, Kirk Cousins, I guess. Big game on the road. Uh, Vikings need a win. This is why they paid him the money. He's got to go out there out dual Tom Brady somehow. <laughs> Apologies. I was yawning during that. I don't know why. You put me to sleep, Luke. Your Vikings put me to sleep. Effect. What? I have that effect. <laughs> um, uh, I totally forgot. <laughs> I was going to say for the player to watch. <laughs> I'm off my game, Luke. You got me off my game. Philip Rivers, this is a big game and a big spot. National television. Can he not throw the stupid interception that has dogged him for years? Yeah, same, same, same with Big Ben as well. Luke, thank you. We'll see you next week. Hello, Luke. Mm. You, you, you did not properly say goodbye to your audience. I said, I said, enjoy your football Sunday. Oh, yes, enjoy. Well, what happened to you? Okay, so clearly these connection problems would like us to get off the air ASAP. So, <laughs> thank you, Luke. Enjoy, everybody.